Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. NBC and Plymouth Cars present Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. This is Walter Pigeon with an important message for all of you. I just came from the United Cerebral Palsy Center. Every 53 minutes, a baby is born with cerebral palsy. A staggering figure, isn't it? And not all of the 500,000 sufferers are children. An accident or a severe illness may cause this tragic malady. Many wonderful things have been accomplished through the generosity of you out there, but much more is needed because of the increasing number of those afflicted. I would like our national campaign chairman for 1954 to explain how you can help. William Clay Ford. Bill? We're very grateful for the fine work Walter has done, and he's right. We do need help. This you can do by sending your donation to your local UCP affiliate. Protect yourself and your family. Help America's cerebral palsy to a brighter tomorrow. Watch it, Molly. You turn left here. I know where the grocery store is, dearie. Well, you seem to be paying attention. I just... I'm trying to remember whether I left anything off the list. Oh. This idea of buying all our groceries for the month in one trip is a little confusing. Well, I got the list right here if you want to... No, get... no. Don't unroll it. It'll take an hour to roll it up again. I hope we have enough money for this. When I just buy a few things at a time, it doesn't seem like so much. Ah, uh, but that's where you're wrong, kiddo. That's a fantasy. Fallacy. You betcha. Look. Every time you buy one can of beans and pay a dime for it, when you could have bought five cans for half a buck, you're losing money. You see what I mean? Where do you buy your beans these days? Navy surplus? Well, beans are just a figure of speech, Molly. I merely mean that the way to buy is quantity. Instead of calling the market every time you need a loaf of bread or a stick of butter, we stock up everything we need today and take care of the whole month in one swell poop. Well, if you're thinking of buying 30 loaves of bread and 30 sticks of butter... Watch it, watch it. Here's the parking lot. Turn in. When I think of how I used to just get in the car and drive down to this market without you to guide me, I just shudder. No, oh, you could find your way, all right. Boy, this lot sure is crowded. Watch it, watch it. There's a space opening up there. That woman in front of us, backing out. Mm-hmm. You, you better back up. Give her plenty of room. Back up. You know these crazy women drivers. Oh, I, I don't mean you, of course. You, you're a swell driver. You're sweet. Nobody has to tell you what to do. Don't She's out. Back up. There. Now turn hard. Put her in first. Easy now. Easy now. Watch it. Stop. That's it. Nobody has to tell you what to do. You're an expert. Thanks, Cole. Cole? Pilot. Oh. I guess that is a kind of a bad habit of mine. Yes, it is. Oh, well, don't get sore, kiddo. Liz, I'll just... Here, baby, let me hold that door open for you. Watch your step now, Molly. Don't catch your little foot. Well, hello there, kid. Oh, hi, old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Welcome to the Vista Supermarket, kids, and congratulations. Congratulations? I seen Johnny open that car door for you. Must be your anniversary, huh? Oh, no, he... Many happy returns. Thanks. I see you got your grocery truck all loaded up and ready to go. Yep, I'm just waiting for Bessie to get here, kid. Oh? Gonna give her a little treat today and let her ride on the truck with me. 
It's her birthday. Well, that's nice. Yeah, that's very thoughtful of you. Where'd you ever meet Bessie, anyhow? Rummage sale? Nope. Down at the garage, Johnny. Oh? Took my car down to have the brakes fixed, and Bessie was the mechanic. Mechanic? Yep. When I drove off, she followed me all the way home. My goodness. Love at first sight, was it? Nope. She had her overall bib caught in the brake drum. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got to do some grocery shopping, old-timer. So grocery to... shopping? What'd you do? Run out of ketchup again, daughter? Why don't you call me? I'd have brung it. Well, this is more than just ketchup. We didn't want to bother you with it, and besides... Oh, don't matter what it is. That's my job. To deliver your groceries. Service with a smile, that's me. Anything you kids need, anything at all, why, you just phone me and I'll... Show him the list. Show him the list. Here's what we're buying. Uh, Yes, sir. Like I say, anytime you kids need a bottle of ketchup, call me. I I gotta go now. If you see Bessie, tell her I'll left. (laughs) We better go, too, and get started buying groceries. This list could take us all day. It won't take long, and we'll save plenty of dough this way. We'll each take a couple of carts and a bunch of baskets and split up the list. I've got the money, and we'll meet back at the check stand. Yeah, huh? Now, you watch for bargains, kiddo, and let's save a nickel wherever we can, because the way prices are these days, we got to save. All right, Mrs. McGee, uh, wheel your basket right in here. You're next. I'm waiting for McGee, Mr. Williams. He has the rest of the groceries. The rest? What are you two doing? Opening up a boarding house? <laughs> no. We're trying to cut a few corners by buying a month's groceries at a time, and I have saved a little here and there. Oh, here comes my husband. McGee, where are the groceries? Mm, oh, uh, I haven't got started yet, Molly. Look what I'm working on, kiddo. A contest. What? Look. Look at this folder. A month's free vacation in Hawaii. For both of us. Just for sending in the best slogan for Carver's Coffee. McGee, we've been here an hour. Haven't you bought any of the groceries you were going to? How's this for a slogan, Molly? Carver's Coffee. It's crazy, man. Give me your grocery list. Honestly, sometimes I... Yeah, you get the rest of the stuff, will you? I'll find us a good slogan. The deadline on this contest is midnight tonight, so I better stick with it. And watch for bargains, kiddo. Save all the money you can. We'll need new clothes for Honolulu, and any way you can economize, we'll... <laughs> Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. Part by part, only Plymouth dares to compare. Plymouth engineers have taken apart the 1954 Plymouth and current models of the other two best-known cars in the lowest price field. They've compared the three part by part. Frames, interiors, comfort features, the whole car. Get the full story in the big eight-page picture booklet. Yours free at your Plymouth dealer. You'll find the features only Plymouth office. Take comfort as just one example. Plymouth tops the other two in natural seating comfort, roominess, and luggage space. Get this comparison booklet free at your Plymouth dealer. Learn why Plymouth is America's best buy low-price car. And remember this figure, $1,582. That's the factory retail price of the Plymouth six-passenger Plaza Club Sedan. That's at factory Detroit, Michigan. All taxes, transportation, and delivery charges, license, and optional equipment are extra. Part by part, only Plymouth dares to compare. You'll have to put the rest of these groceries on the top shelf, McGee. I can't get them all in the cupboard here. 
We did save a few dollars, though, by... Feeling droopy? Perk up with Carver's coffee. How about that? You see, perk up means the percolator and Carver's coffee... No, I, I don't like that one either. That's unanimous. We've been drinking a pound a week of that sawdust and chicory of theirs as long as I can remember. It's about time they gave us a free trip to Honolulu. Ah, you love Hawaii. Shall I start closing up the house right now, or can I wait a few days? No, you got plenty of time. Don't worry. I'll say one thing. If confidence has anything to do with this contest, you're a sure winner. Well, certainly I got confidence. If I didn't, I wouldn't have given Mort Toops the $10. What $10? You're not hiring Mort Toops to think up slogans for you. No. While you were putting away the groceries, I dropped over to Mort's to talk to him about Honolulu. You know, he's been there, you know, him and Mabel. How well I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she hasn't stopped talking about it since night. 19- so Mort says if I'm so sure of winning this contest, he'll sell me his ukulele for ten bucks. And throw in one of them tissue paper ropes that hang around my neck. So I give him the ten bucks. Where's the uke? In the garage. I stepped on it on the way over here, but don't worry, I, I can boot back together. Ah, beautiful Hawaii. What a vacation this will be. Mm-hmm. Just picture us sitting on the beach at Waikiki, dangling our feet in the water, and watching the huma huma nuka nuka apahoe go swimming by. Probably scare the daylights out of me. You know how ticklish I am. And then at night, we could stroll around the island and visit the luau's. The luau's? Yep. Friends of the Tupses? That'd be nice. I'd hate to be so far from home and not know anybody. <laughs> the luau's are not friends of anybody's. What? They ain't people. Their dinners. Big Hawaiian feast that lasts for days. Shrimp, barbecued spare ribs, lobster, fried chicken, roast pork. I don't know where they're serving this kids, but lead me to it and call me a stranger in paradise. <laughs> Dr. Gamble. Yeah, your front door was open and this delicious conversation drifted out to the street as I was passing by. Passing by my clavicle. Hmm? <laughs> He probably heard it clear over at the hospital. Dropped a nurse and ran all the way over here. Oh, McGee. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, Julie, but we're talking about Honolulu. <laughs> McGee is taking me there on a two-week vacation, Doctor. Just as soon as he wins a coffee slogan contest. Oh, fine. That's like promising to take you to the moon as soon as they start running streetcars up there. Oh, yeah? Well, what do you think of this one I just thought up, you big septic? Listen to this. Mm-hmm. Time to retire. Drink Carver's coffee. Good to the last drop. It satisfies. How's that sound? Vaguely familiar. I think I've heard that slogan before. Yes, all three of them, in fact. Well, gee whiz, I can't concentrate with everybody yakking. Who's yakking? I am. Pipe down, will you, so I can shut up, Doc. Well, I didn't... Doc! That's it, doctors. That always makes a good slogan. Listen, nine out of ten doctors drink Carver's coffee because it contains the secret ingredient, stopping you. Oh, McGee. I told you I can't concentrate. What's stopping you? You are. So give him his hat, Molly, so I can work on this contest. I'm going in the den where a guy can think. Because i got to mail it in by 10 o'clock tonight and a trip to Hawaii. I got it, Molly. I got it. The winning slogan. Boy, oh boy, if this one don't win, I'll sue them guys. This is perfect. Good. You've been locked in that den so long I thought you were asleep. What is the slogan? Get this. Drink Carver's coffee. It's the best. That's all of it? Yep. Short, clean cut, straight to the point. That's the kind of slogans that wins contests. Contest judges are sick of them corny, cute type slogans. What time is it? Quarter after ten. Good. I got 15 minutes to get to the mailbox. Last pickup is 1030. I'll get an envelope ready. Get me a label, will you? Label off of what? Off a can of coffee. A can of Carver's coffee. Every entry has to be accompanied by a label. Well, hurry up, will you, Molly? Dearie, hmm? 
You remember when we went grocery shopping today, you kept harping on buying bargains, cutting corners, saving money? Yeah, but what that could... Oh, you didn't cut out coffee. Oh, no. Good. I just cut out Carver's coffee and bought a bag of coffee beans. <laughs> it's cheaper to grind our own. Hmm. Fix me a cup, will you, kiddo? I need it. Bibber and Molly will be right back. Hello, friends. This is Gordon McCurry speaking to you from the Railroad Hour show train at NBC in Hollywood. The crew is busy preparing for another Monday night journey into the land of music and make-believe. In fact, a whole series of melodic excursions that we sincerely hope you'll all enjoy. Together, we've visited with song and story practically every country in the world and quite a few that will never show up on a map. We hope you'll continue to be regular passengers because we think we have some fascinating trips in store for you. In the coming weeks, why, we'll be trekking to the Canadian Rockies to rediscover one of our favorite heroines, the lovely Rosemarie. And during the spring months, we'll premiere some delightful original stories by Lawrence and Lee, set to familiar music from the world's storehouse of melody, new and old. We'll welcome to the show train such favorite guest stars as Mimi Benzel, Nadine Connor, Lucille Norman, and Dorothy Warnschold. So make it a point to be with us on the Railroad Hour every Monday night. The show train will pick you up at this NBC station. Be seeing you. All this talk about Honolulu's got me so excited I can't get to sleep. Wonder what it would cost us to pay our own way there and back. About two thousand dollars? No, I'm sleepy. Good night. Good night, all. NBC and Plymouth Cars have brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed, with Bill Thompson as the old timer and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again next Monday night as the urge to attend night school overcomes Mr. McGee with, need I say it, surprising results for Fibber McGee and Molly. Follow the Senate Committee hearing tonight on the NBC Radio Network.